Uncorked, another podcast brought to you by Team Corker with Seth and Steph back on the mic. And it's very timely because our May 1st cork board just went out yesterday. Today, we are releasing the Uncorked podcast and kicking off the month of May, May 2023, where we acknowledge that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want to land that. It feels really important, um, I believe, around the world people started acknowledging May as Mental Health Awareness Month in 1949. So this is not a new holiday, and I don't think mental health is is new, though there is an essence of the stigma, the stories, what is hope, and how can we be together. So Seth, with that, (laughs) welcome to the pod. We're going to dive in to mental well-being, to togetherness, to belonging, and how we are connected. Sound good? Sounds awesome, Steph. Looking forward to it. Ah, Well, as per always with these conversations, you and I, I like to come with some jumping off questions, with, with some questions for consideration that I think you always help um, provoke new perspectives for people. And hopefully the same questions we can ask of our listeners, what do you think? What is your perspective, um, especially on a topic that is near and dear called mental well-being? I want to start by acknowledging that May 2nd is also the second day of 40 days of yoga. And um, it feels so appropriate that we acknowledge here we are together for 40 days of yoga. There's still time to join. Link in the show notes if you are listening to this and want to join. Um, I want to know why you started 40 Days of Yoga. What does it mean to you for the One Yoga community? Um, can you tell us more? You know, during the, so people that may not know, Ryan Lear is um, the founder of all of this, of 40 Days of Yoga and our greatest teacher and friend and family. And Mm -hmm. he created the 40 days of yoga, which was a really important time of year. And I'm speaking on his behalf. So I'm sure he would probably have other ideas from my experience. The timing of the year is crucial for when the 40 days land. It's a time where people feel a bit defeated where, you know, it's not the new year where there's tons of energy. It's that time of year where the spring is coming. And also, as we know, we experience lots of maybe setbacks or challenges. And this is the time for us to gather as a collective, leaving our assumptions and all of our things that are holding us back at the door. However, bringing our whole selves in and showing up every day for 40 days, which creates a beautiful habit as a community and supporting one another through whatever it is that is going on. And so this year we've decided to to host this 40 days. Peter has really, Peter Elmas, has really done a lot of beautiful work to gather some teachers together um, and spread this as far out as we can to the community saying, we've got you. And Mm -hmm. we started our virtual studio when the pandemic hit. And so we've kept the virtual going and started to add in in person as the world opened up. And so we're doing this virtually so we can see all of our friends from across North America 
and and everyone, right? People travel yeah, and everyone's yeah. in, included. And it's really important now more than ever to, for us to join again and to keep showing up. Amen. The togetherness and it's like together while apart or whatever that language was that we learned, the new, the new language of the pandemic. Um, it feels so relevant to say, but now we love to be in person. It's just, are you in person every single day? And the answer might be no. And so how can you still stay together every single day? And that is what I experience you have created is the space for us to be together consistently on Zoom, whether or not you want to have your camera on. Um, the power of showing up to be led on the mat to create a new habit for yourself and to learn. I mean, you have gathered so many interesting folks into this that we really otherwise wouldn't have access to Seth. And that is so special. So um, it feels like an acknowledgement, a celebration, and also an announcement that if you're not part of 40 days yet, please join us. Please, please, please. I am already excited about 7.15 a.m. Pacific time every Monday to Friday morning for the next six weeks. So that is that. And it feels timely because loneliness is a real thing. And there is a quote about needing 12 hugs a day um, in order for 12 hugs a day, I think is like the happiness quotient. And some people, if you might be single or, you know, in your home alone for whatever reason, um, have reportedly only received four hugs in a day or sometimes zero hugs. And so there's this essence of, of, of togetherness, of helping the loneliness um, that we might not be able to solve all for, yet I think the next segment of this podcast goes to how do we how do we stay together? How do we elevate? How do we amplify a, a lonely conversation? And I want to specifically amplify the lonely conversation in the job search. Mm -hmm. We hear it big time. You just had me think, and so this isn't necessarily job search. We can come back to that. But what you had me think of is that when the most important thing right now that I feel in all of the different areas of jobs, right, coaching, whether it's on a board, whether it's you and I, whether it's with our team, the first thing to do is always acknowledge and celebrate. People are working in silos. People are doing a task. They're doing a job, a big project, doesn't have to be small. And when we feel detached from human beings, we can get really hard on ourselves and also start asking the questions of like, why am I doing this? And so what I feel like is really important is celebrating all of the milestones along the way, not just waiting. You know, we teach in Manager Essentials, wait till the end and then, you know, celebrate. And I'm celebrating the milestones as much as I can as my practice coming from a really authentic place. So appreciating specifically, right, for all of the things that is happening. And that is helping me connect to others and also helping others connect to the work that they're doing and me or whoever else they're doing it for. Wow. Yes, that is a truth bomb. Mic drop moment to land because right now it is step by step that we get to where we're going. And I think in the past, we might have glorified a finish line and forget that it takes the steps to get there every single time. I will share that I created a little pathway in my backyard and Seth, I went and bought 
every darn stone and took it from the back of my car and walked, <laughs> walked, 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 and put it on the path. I walked back and hucked another stone. And in carrying these, it really, it was like the literal, like not just metaphorical, like stone by stone created step by step. And I think that you, you completely landed the point on how do we create attachment um, so that we are not detached. And it's really tricky if we only wait till the very end and hope that we've stayed connected through the journey. Um, so for our listeners, the mic drop moment of sex is what is the next step that you can celebrate for yourself or for your team right now? That is so powerful. I think things have shifted because what used to be easy is no longer easy, perhaps. So I'm just going to throw, you know, out that searching. And when you're searching for the next thing and you've searched so much that it feels like it's over, it's like, guess what? It's not. This is just the beginning. So what used to feel like the end now might be the beginning. What do you think about that? I don't know. I just, that came into my mind. Well, it's so on point because it's really the perfect segue into the job search right now. And in 20 years of recruitment, I don't think I've ever heard from as many people the volume of the search, such as I have been applying, I've applied for a hundred jobs. I've had 40 interviews and I'm still unemployed. And that's literally exactly what you just shared. The searching, the ease, the ease. And, and the other kicker they shared was, um, I'm not getting roles that are a 40 to 50% decrease in salary from my previous job. So it's like, you speak of ease and sass, like my heart breaks. Um, the process is not what it used to be. And it's a challenging time. And you know, the other challenge is that we're up against robots. We're up against robots that are either taking jobs or they are determining who gets through the process of finding oh, yeah. a job. Gosh, I don't want to be a robot. Do you, I mean, I know I'm flipping it. I have questions for you because you truly are an expert here, but um, like what advice would you have knowing that, you know, maybe it's the thing that things have changed. What once mm -hmm. was no longer is. So our old habits might not serve us here. So what mm -hmm. would you share as an advice or a learning that you're having? Well, you didn't know, but that was the next perfect segue to the Now What Club. And the <laughs> Now What Club just launched by yours truly, Seth and Steph at the Corker Co. We're bringing in coaches and consultants. And I know that this wasn't, uh, you know, you weren't dropping a hook for me to catch no. on here. Yeah, It just really feels like the togetherness, the attachment, the acknowledge that you're not alone. Give me a book, give me a podcast, give me something else, give me a new hobby, give me a new friend, give me a community that I can be a part of to not feel alone and feel like I can be in action somewhere in my life. You know, we started this Now What Club as like, should it be called a rut club anonymous like you're stuck and you want to get out of it and you're not alone in it yet it feels so isolating so um 
it feels like our call to, to what is the new habit? What is the new way? So for eight weeks, starting next Tuesday, I'm plugging it here, Seth. Yeah, we you are. are going. Yeah, we are going to have uh, a weekly call at 9am Pacific Standard Time. And, you know, we will have an excellent lineup and a beautiful community that will come together to say, now what? And you can contribute, you can have your camera on, and or you can absolutely simply consume. Be there for the nectar, be there for the community, cry your eyes out, stay on mute. I don't know where people go right now that feel like this. And that's why we're creating this community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so well I, said. A distinction that I want to make is that, you know, sometimes people say, when they're talking about their own experience, they will generalize and say, I know everyone is going through this. And that kind of minimizes the experience for you, makes it seem minimizing, meaning like it makes it seem like what you're going through is not important and it's Mm -hmm. not real. And, Mm -hmm. um, the reason why, you know, we were like, let's bring everyone together is to, so everyone can share their own unique experience or hear from, you know, the experts, the recruiters and the coaches and everyone's experience is unique. However, we're together in it. So I just, for anyone listening, I think it's not to generalize that we're all in the same boat. Everyone is going through their unique life together. And that's where we're joining up. We're syncing up. Yeah. And it's important to land that the Now What Club is for people specifically if you have quit your job, lost your job, or would like a new job. We have other avenues and channels if you want to talk about other things in your life, most definitely. I think we are in a really unique time right now as it relates to people and their relationship with their vocation or their career, and we want to help. So that feels like an important piece to land. Um, but I have to flip the mic back to you, Seth, because it's such a powerful question that you asked me. Uh, and I think that you'll have a different perspective to share as well about new habits or or really just a new lens on on life right now. What was the question that I asked? Well, your question was, do I have any suggestions? And I said, join the Now What Club. Um, <laughs> yet I would actually like to give your question an upgrade and just say, as it relates to mental well-being, mm. do you have any tips or suggestions? And in this regard, we yes. can really take job out of it um, because I know that you're speaking to people and it might relate to their job, but really it relates to their whole lives. I'm hitting the pause button on this sweet episode to tell you about something that you might like. Our newsletter, we call it The Corkboard. It has all things juicy, whether you are looking to keep in touch between episodes or find out more about our coaching, development, or hot new jobs that we're working on. The link is in our show notes. Your inbox is sacred and your time is too. So now let's get back to the episode. The first thing that I want to share is I had this aha moment. So, you know, I've done mindfulness training. I've done yoga teacher training. I've done meditation training. I've also done business, leadership, manager, like the whole spectrum. And when I feel, you know, off, I do not meditate. I just wanted to share that. Sometimes when I feel the most anxious is the hardest for me to sit down and close my eyes. 
So I was reading. And so, you know, I've never really said that externally because I thought, oh, who am I to say don't do it when, you know, when things feel tough. Um, but I definitely have other practices of be extra kind to myself. What does kindness look like? Um, if I were to, you know, make sure that my space was really nice and safe and felt really grounded, what would need to happen there? How do I want to fill my calendar if I have a choice throughout the day? What am I saying yes to in my life? What am I saying no to? And, you know, the biggest shift has truly been voicing it, having really honest conversations with people um, to just share where I'm at. And, you know, I called one of our consultants the other day and I, I started with, can we start with good news? Because I wanted to start our call with great news. So meditation will come. And I was reading this book by Adam Grant last night, right? Think again. And he said, meditation isn't always the key to mindfulness. And so I want to say is like eating mindfully, drinking tons of water, if anything, water. That has been a game changer. Yeah. And then maybe doing a bit less. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to exhale on that. Doing a bit less. Being mindful of when you do or don't want to practice certain practices. It's really easy to go for a run when you feel fit. It's yeah. really challenging to go for a run when you don't feel great. It's really fun to get on your yoga mat when your hamstrings feel loose. It's really challenging to get on a yoga mat when child's pose hurts. Oh yeah. And I think that that to me, everything you just shared really lands our mental well-being and the idea of mental vitality because we can get on autopilot we hear do more go faster be better and we forget that what if setting the goal and being so intentional with our time with our yeses with our practices led us to the goal it wasn't about better faster stronger more and the challenge with mental well-being is we don't see it. I don't know if you are or aren't meditating. Only you know. And it bubbles and it bubbles and it bubbles. And then something happens and we get to, get to, we do proclaim to each other, I flip my lid. It's like, well, it was bubbling. Your lid had no more room to stay on. It had to flip. So... I just, if you're listening to this conversation, gosh, it, I, I know what it feels like. I just had the opportunity to listen to Sess too. And it's so powerful to sit and question your practices. And when do your practices fall off? And when do they become habits that you get to experience with joy? And how do you get to renovate your calendar and your yeses and your conversations to take care of yourself, to be a little more kinder to yourself? so that we can go and do that in the world bit by bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gosh, Adam Grant, think again. Think again. Yeah, think again. Yes. Adam Grant, yeah. think again. I think it's a book. We'll make sure it's in the show notes. 
I'm going to share my favorite Adam Grant quote in the note section because I don't want to butcher it. Yet it is goes to the extent of we can drive a car through the fog with only our headlight and still get to where we're going. And the metaphor is like, or we can drive through life not in the fog and know where we're going. And sometimes we don't know where, sometimes it feels really foggy and we can only go as far as the headlight will show us. And other times it's clear blue skies and we can see all the way up the mountain. And some days it feels like we're in a fog and some days it feels like we're in blue skies and only we know the difference. And that feels like a powerful example, powerful metaphor of our mindset, of our, of our mental well-being. Do you have a last mindfulness nugget that you'd like to leave us with? Uh, yeah, I mean, if everyone has their unique perspective in life based on, you know, every experience that you've had up until now, mindfulness is being so aware of each moment from this moment forward and being really awake in those moments like to the fog point and not going into autopilot. So what happens is, you know, if you read an Instagram post and you're scrolling, being really awake is maybe responding to everything that you are choosing to digest. Being awake could look like saying, hey, I appreciate that note today. That really, you know, da -da -da -da, whatever that looks like. It could be connecting people, friends. Like in this world, the more we can connect things, people, ideas, and maybe look at, you know, I'm having a hard day. Who else is? Like getting kind of a bit outside of our mind, knowing what's going on, and then reaching a bit outside will elevate other people's lives. And we just don't know, maybe not everyone, right? We, we don't always think that we matter or we're important or what we're going through, you know, should be shared. And I want to say that it will always have an impact on someone or something. It leaks a vibration. Mm. So it's important. I think that's the most powerful way to end. May you leak a vibration that is important and a vibration that is worth catching or sharing like a wave, a wave worth surfing. And it doesn't mean that every wave is easy. It doesn't mean that the ocean isn't rather tumultuous right now. It's simply to say, let's leak a vibration and let's leak a vibration that's worth sharing with others. And we're meant to be in this together. So be together however you can. And if that means joining the Now What Club, we got you. We can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>